Hello there, I hope all is well. Um, this isn't exactly the start of the episode, I just gotta say a few wee things to pass by before we um, get into it. Firstly, I'd like to give a massive thanks to Francesca. It was our first time doing this kind of thing, so even to take the chance on doing this with me, it means a lot. She was a total professional throughout the process, and um, we were both a bit nervous. Uh, we, uh, we eventually did find a rhythm, and I felt the card off pretty well. And just on rhythm, I had us both record our audio audio separately. So with our own mics, you will notice maybe the bit of echo and irregular irregularities in timing. That's all on me. Uh, I will try to get better at this in the future, as I do intend on doing a lot more collaborative work. So uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions for people to have on, please don't be a stranger, get in touch. And for all those, if this is your first time listening, hello, th uh, thank you very much for coming along and hopefully I don't scare you off and you'll stick around. Anyway, uh, that's all I got to say and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello there and you're very welcome along to Barry Abraved. This is a podcast talking all things news, random topics and movies. I hope you're all keeping well. So, uh, 2020 has been nothing but a series of swings and roundabouts. And to help get through all of that here at Barry Abbreviated HQ, we've rolled out the red carpet, in a virtual sense, all the way down to Kildare, and we have a very good reason for that. That is because this week I am joined by the one and only Superfran000, or to use her actual name, Francesca. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Barry. This is uh, just as a warning or a disclaimer for everyone. This is our second attempt at this. We have, I'd like to say we I have ironed out the kinks, but I'm afraid we haven't. Uh, we will try to keep this as direct, simple, and um, <laughs> we'll try not to go on too, yes, too many diversions, but we've we've learned a few things, but we, we think we know where we're going anyway. So, drafting a UN... <laughs> So uh, drafting you in is no mere coincidence and fra as Francesca runs her very own news-based TikTok where she gives out news, date up, news dates up daily such as COVID cases and just general updates. That it's, really good. it's really good to know what's all going on around you guys. But she has over 34,000 followers and she's also created Irish news updates. And you're also a professional violinist so the woman is very busy. So um, what got you into all the news and current events? I, it was a really crazy story back in January. So a year ago now, I got in a cycling accident and I broke my left hand. Like uh, the doctor had to wire it all back together um, and it didn't come back. Like I couldn't play music anymore. So I am a former professional musician now. And then just, just to be fun, just to do something for fun, I made a TikTok video and it hit. And so I just kept making them. Um, yeah, and here I am today, uh, 400,000 views every week and uh, over 10 million now on TikTok, so kind of cool. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's, that's just, you're doing very well, if I may say so myself. <laughs> we all get numbers like that there. So um, now uh, this year episode, it's going to be a mix of pop culture and just general new stuff from the year. And um, to kick things off, uh, kind of in the true spirit of 2020, is we're going to talk about that kind of the cancellations. And uh, I'm not talking about just our social lives here, but um, first up on the list is someone who created Waves internationally for all the wrong reasons, um, Ellen DeGeneres. So uh, what do you know of Ellen, Francesca? 
Okay, so I grew up in California, and Ellen is huge in California. She had her own sitcom back in the day. When she started her talk show, that was like everyone's mission was like, we're gonna we're gonna skip college, we're gonna skip work, and we're gonna drive to LA and go be a guest on the Ellen show. Um, because if you think about it, she had like the the coolest guests. Like one time, I remember about was 10 years ago, a gingerbread man came dancing out on her stage. And so she dances with the gingerbread man. He takes off his like head covering and it was Justin Timberlake. Like that was the kind of stuff you'd see on the Ellen show. And then she had like a lot of feel good factor to her show as well. So everyone loved Ellen. It's definitely a far shout from the Late Late Show. But um, I just think that's one of the general things that um, the Ellen show is very famous for, just the feel good vibes. So like I myself look at the all the guests dancing. I was like, this is something that definitely could not translate over to Ireland because, well, for one, people probably would have to have a few drinks in them for them to start to do that. And even like that, there, it probably just wouldn't be as synced up, and it would just look a just like a like, whole lot of awkward people dancing around together. But um, unfortunately for Ellen, all the joy and kind of positivity what is, that was associated around her kind of stopped because, well, it came to a halt at least as um, slowly kind of a snowball effect started to come as uh, some of the past employees and guests started to kind of just tweet about general behaviour they have felt with her and that she's kind of not who she's all at least painted to be on on, uh, on her show. So um, when I was looking into this, uh, one of the things that I actually found interesting was uh, the DJ because... Um, on Ellen show, they're usually just DJ, just throwing out songs because, yeah, it's American television, because why not? But, uh, yeah, they always make bop in their head and, like, any quick quick quips going back and forth. Like, it looks like a really nice place to work. But he actually came out and spoke saying that it was actually a really toxic environment and it was actually really hard to work there simply because of Ellen. And um, people also said that she would actually just pick on certain employees on some days for no apparent reason, but simply just make it her job to make their life hell for that 24 hours, which is very mean. Like, I think we've all had bosses that maybe weren't the greatest of people, but Ellen DeGeneres has painted herself to somewhat be a social saint. So yeah, it was it was very weird, but it all started outpouring out from different places and different employees. Yeah, like, completely. Like, when it all came out, like, one of the things was, like, she was rude to waitresses. Um, which is not cool. Like, I, I waitressed myself, so, like, when I, uh, when you hear about people being rude to waitresses, it just completely turns you off. And then, like, I guess crew members weren't allowed to make eye contact with her, or some weren't, or some were, some weren't. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it just, like, it, the, the whole environment seemed to be not what it was shown to be on television anyway. And, like, some people are saying, like, if she thought you smelled bad or even looked a bit you didn't look the greatest she'd probably just tell you to go home change or have a shower but even with that said some celebrities did come out and fight her corner but even with that i felt it was nothing as to the scale to the amount of negative negative comments and everything that people had about her so 2020 well ellen jenner took the l in 2020 
So uh, maybe less so in the scale of the things, uh, but the Argus catalogue was another thing that uh, sadly bit the dust in 2020. So um, I'm aware, uh, Francesca, you are from California, but are you aware of the hours of entertainment that you get through looking through an Argus catalogue? Okay, I I was not at first, um, but when Argus said they were cancelling their catalogue, I made a TikTok video out of it, and it was like my it was one of my first viral TikToks, like literally by the thousands in comments, not just likes, in comments, kids saying like, that was my childhood or saying, what are they going to circle now? Um, it was crazy. And then um, Ikea canceled their uh, catalog as well. Um, and I'm like, what am I going to circle now? <laughs> Yeah, I think that speaks volume, just a different kind of culture in Ireland. We've the Argos catalogue that's bits of everything, but in California, they'll look at handy, nice Swedish furniture. So um, was there any reason why you went for the Argos catalogue just for making the video or is it just kind of a, just kind of happened? It was just like a short 2.5 second clip. Um, I when I did when I started the Irish news updates, I'd take five stories and compress them into one 15 second video. Um, and yeah, I just, I think out of all five stories, like the one that really just resonated and made the video go viral was the Argus catalog. Um, and then I was actually really glad this Christmas when Smith's catalog came out. I was like, yay, someone put a catalog out this year. Yeah, some, something has survived 2020. And uh, now from a catalog being cancelled uh, to an entire group. And I'm, I'm, of course, talking about the celebs that made a, I don't want to say half-hearted attempt at trying to cheer us up with a very different rendition of Imagine by Paul McCartney. Now, uh, Francesca, did you see this? And what did you think? Okay, I saw this video, right? And I appreciate the sentiment behind it. Totally appreciate it. Okay, because... Um, Especially what's impressive is they combined actors and singers. So you had actors on there that were singing, but then you had proper singers like Sia was in this video. Leslie Odom Jr. was in this video. So I was like, you know how the brain, the human mind deals in comparisons. So maybe that wasn't fair. You know, you have people who are like paid millions to sing because they are that incredible compared to people who are not, they make millions, but not because of their singing. And then I was kind of confused because there are apps out there. There are free apps that auto-tune. So it's like, well, maybe they wanted an organic feel, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, it was definitely a mixed bag, but um, I just, I thought it would just how it was presented. And you, I kind of like you're saying, the, cement, the sentiment was there. It's like, yeah, you know, guys, it's a tough time we're going through it all. But I think the fact that it's coming through is like, it's really hard living in, my mansion, you know, I get sick of this pool and the personal gym. So we're all kind of experienced at the same time, just at different levels. So it fortunately it did not translate, but I think that's that's a bit of a gem on the internet for them all. So like even celebrities, they make mistakes. And you know, it has more dislikes on YouTube than it does likes. Like by by tens of thousands, it has more dislikes than likes. I'd well believe that. It would probably challenge YouTube Rewind. But um, keeping with things that weren't so popular with the general public, I'd like to talk about TikTok. As in the past year, it's been a big one, especially for Irish 
influencers as we're introduced to our very first content creator house. And um, yeah, the goat house, now the go house as I've learned. But um, yeah, people originally, I think it's just kind of the Irish thinking that we're a bit slow to change. And the fact that kind of these content creator houses are something that is very American. And just when we've seen these Irish, Irish people are like, ah, lads, don't be at it. That's their kind of thing. We have our kind of thing going on. But anyway, it is up and running. And uh, yeah, I think I think for what it is, it's not it's not bad. I think it's quite good. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Go House? Okay, um, I say good job to the Goat House or the Go House. I think there are two different names on two different social media platforms. Um, they first of all, they're very brave for starting the only. I think it's the it was the first and the only content house in Ireland. Um, first of all, it takes a huge amount of money to start a content house, and they did it in a mansion, so they they came out in style. Um, but like. Like, for me, they opened a lot of doors. Like, I was, like, a small-time TikToker, newish, and brands really weren't looking twice at TikTokers. Um, but when the Go House started and brands started seeing how successful it was to advertise with them, we started getting more work. Like, we may not be as big as the creators in the Go House, but they, you know, because there was, like, a spotlight on Irish TikTokers, like, we were feeling it as well. So, yay to the Goat House. Or the Go House. <laughs> yeah, I think they really need to sort out their branding there, because here we are, you know, we're, we, we ourselves don't know what's going on. But um, I felt people have kind of lost their their ability to ignore stuff if it doesn't interest them, because when I looked into this, the first thing on the article was, was like, okay, what is TikTok to start off? Because the people who were reporting on it themselves didn't even know what it was. So when I think that kind of speaks volume that this whole thing, it might not be for you. It's not targeted towards you at all. But I think for fair play to them, you know, they're going, they're trying something new. And there is that huge risk factor with that, even you're saying that with money. But um, even when it did start up, there was still a bit of a controversy about the members that were joining it. Because... Um, Marty Gilfoyle, hopefully I'm saying his name right, but um, he actually had to end up uh, leaving pretty soon, as like nearly from the get-go, because the members themselves were actually so young, and um, like he was just a bit older than them, and then people didn't really kind of like this idea, it's just like this older member compared to the rest of them, it's kind of like this adult and kids vibe, I think, what people are getting off, but um, hopefully since all that has kind of been resolved, like I, I don't. When I saw that, like, um, I, I remember when Marty posted on his stories, um, saying that he was leaving the house, um, like I felt it was a bit wrong. Like, um, when I first joined TikTok, Marty Gilfoyle was always supporting my work, sharing it, liking, commenting on it, and I was a nobody. Well, I'm still a nobody, but sure, I was a bigger nobody back then, you know? Um, I was just a nobody from Kildare, like, used iPhone, bad Wi-Fi, you name it. But Marty was always, like, lifting me up and, like, um, promoting my work, which he didn't have to. He didn't know me. And um, so when he left the house, I, I felt really bad for him. Like, he was getting all these unfair comments. And I think it was because he was a bit older than the other people in the house. And I think everyone, I'm pretty sure everyone in the house was over 18. And like, I'm from California where like when I was in college in the dorms, you'd have um, like 
doctoral students, PhD students, students that were like pretty much in a different uh, part of your career, a different part of college than you were, but it didn't really matter. I don't think it was a big deal in California at all, but I think it was just different here. And it was the first hype house. So Marty ended up leaving. And I don't think Marty would mind if we mentioned him. Um, I, I think he's great. He's a friend. So yay, Marty. <laughs> yeah, we support you, Marty, here at Barry Abbreviated. <laughs> yeah, um, and I'm also aware um, they also have a podcast as well. It's like, um, you can't sit with us. So um, that's just a play on uh, the Mean Girls, the, the, well, one of the many iconic quotes, but you can't sit with us. Personally, I would have went for you can't sit with us, a bit more inclusive, you know, when you're, put a, it's a bit of a creative spread in it, but that's just my opinion. But um, You can I, sit with us. I actually, I think I saw one of their, I think I, um, see their you can not sit with us. I think they have its it has its own TikTok page as well. And um Lewis was talking about how when he started TikTok or YouTube or one of those platforms um when he started being a success, he said he lost a lot of friends. Um so and like I I kind of see it like with that much success, like you do lose friends unfortunately. So yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I think I think because I actually I did see that video as well as on about how people like will like just sort of kind of like nearly a stigma around support in that forum in that kind of way, which is it's very sad. But I think it's kind of I think Ireland might just have that kind of old kind of sentiment, like we're just a bit slow to adapt to change, like out there just with the kind of the new content creator house. We were kind of thinking, what kind of is this? But I think I think things are going up. They go they're going they're definitely on the way up because they're now. They've moved on from the house and they're now in the GoTel. So yeah, um will, yeah, will you be booking yourself into the GoTel anytime soon, Francesca? Um it, well, you know, if they ask me, obviously yes. <laughs> but um to be honest, like um I don't I, sh- I don't know, I'm kinda messy. I'd uh, I'd feel bad for people who lived with me, so <laughs> <laughs> You're very humble, but uh, yeah, um, I think definitely the GoTel. I think just the sheer like I think there's like ten of them, but I think that's a lot of people and a lot of them are very extroverted. It would be it would be a very busy place to live, but yeah, I think it'd be it wouldn't be boring. I'd say that's definitely what it has going for it. So uh, yeah, uh, moving off from TikTok in Ireland to go stateside. TikTok almost was a thing of the past when uh, Mr. President Donald, well, former, is he former president by now? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But he's on the way out. But um, he, um, well, TikTok was almost cancelled because he wasn't a huge fan of it. And um, they ended up having to create a contract with the US that actually let it stay. And um, do you know anything about that, Francesca? I, I'm just glad TikTok did not get cancelled. Like, I, it, TikTok is a platform and it's unique. Like, sometimes when you scroll on Instagram, you think like, okay, look at these people. Look how, look how distinct they are. Look how unique they are. Whereas TikTok, it's, I find it quite easy. It's like, like how silly can you be for 15 seconds or can you make a fool of yourself in 15 seconds um which you know that i 
I don't know, maybe it's just me and like the people I know, we we're just, I don't know, we're good at making fools of ourselves for 15 seconds. Um, but I'm glad TikTok is not cancelled, definitely. Yeah, I think at TikTok, it's kind of the, nearly like all the internet culminated to the one spot because there's just so many different kind of even like we fan groups of stuff like you have like people doing movies even like that you're saying with the concept with us they have their own podcast thing centered even on a tiktok channel and like yourself you have news and then you have people doing just simply doing dances people sharing sport videos so it's kind of if the internet was just kind of mashed all into this one app so i think it's it's definitely a good thing how much i know about privacy privacy settings i don't know but i think we've all forfeited our privacy at this point yeah, I think Facebook and Google has it all anyway, so lads, I don't think there's any point in us trying to buy any anti-malware now. <laughs> and like, when I think when the threat of TikTok like being banned was imminent, like every the reels popped up, Instagram put out reels. But the thing with like reels is like it's actually really hard to hit on reels. Um, I, at least that's what kind of me and a couple of others were saying. Like, um, I don't think he'd mind me mentioning, but like Griggin. So Griggin has over 100,000 followers, like each video he has is in the millions, like he's a viral photographer on TikTok. He was saying the same thing, like he he put out a TikTok that got 6 million views, and then he put the exact same video out on Reels, and then it got like a thousand. So like it's a different audience, and like TikTok is just, it's its own app. So I am happy it's here to stay, and hopefully it will stay. And I, I forfeited my privacy at this point. So, <laughs> so okay. So, um, staying in America, the presidential election also took place, and 2020 dealt us the very kind hand of Joe Biden bagging the win. And I was very happy to see that Trump took the champ, took the loss like an absolute champ, and he. <laughs> only went out and it was couldn't even described as really political popcorn as he had a very long rant on twitter with him well even twitter had to go as far as making an icon showing when there was fake information being presented so yeah um it's amazing because even now to this day he's still arguing that he hasn't won and even they're like the signs are so clear because we're getting even audio pieces with him actually begging would be begging too far but he is asking for them to literally create votes to swing them in his favor and i don't know how anyone can stand behind this man after like you were caught red-handed blatantly i know some people might not like biden maybe he's not the best person but i think he's definitely better than trump oh it's um it's so it's so crazy like when i was growing up in california there was kind of this this dignity about the american presidency you know, um, like, and then even people who are hardcore Trump supporters, like hardcore Trump supporters, um, they'll even say themselves that they feel there's been a bit of dignity lost or respect lost for the office of the presidency. So I think a lot of people are hoping that Biden brings it back. Okay, um, so internationally this year, there was own their own fights for injustice around the world happening. But here, uh, close to home in Ireland, we did have a lot of people up in arms, kind of in support of student nurses who aren't actually getting paid being on the front line in the most unprecedented of times during this pandemic, which is absolutely crazy. Because um, 
like the work that they are doing and well comparison to people that well not unfortunately people are out of work but some people are simply doing nothing and there's people literally risking their lives for free and maybe at state yes they are getting an education because it's part of the course but it, it it's simply not right to get be left with no wage yeah i okay personal opinion student nurses should be paid and they are literally risking their life when we live in a day where entire wards are testing positive for covid um i think right now in ireland for every four people that are getting tested for covid one is coming back positive um uh, hospitalizations are record-breaking at the moment student nurses they're risking their lives they should be paid and unfortunately Fina Gale Fina Fall and the Labour Party voted against it but they're trying to remedy it right now now I think they're saying that student nurses should be paid a hundred euro a week which is kind of sad student guardi get paid more than that um so I don't know, they're, but they're talking now. The cabinet is talking. So hopefully student nurses will get paid before the pandemic ends. Oh yeah, definitely. And hopefully that there becomes something actually it's instated. It's not just, okay, pandemic over now, you're going back to nothing. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it definitely needs to be fixed. So um, other things happening here at home that were quite entertaining this year was the absolute gem and circus that was Golfgate. I love Golfgate. <laughs> Bring it. It's like something out of a movie. Like it's nearly a parody of a government, but unfortunately it wasn't. But just every day it just kept on getting more and more stuff leak and it, it was laughable. Literally every single day. And I, I've lived in Ireland for almost nine years right now. So I would say like I would know... I'd know the culture here, you know, and I just don't know how all these government officials or former government officials, like, I don't know how they thought so many of them could gather at a golf event and then no one find out and then assume that if did people did find out that they'd just like be okay with it. Like, I, I, I know people who still complain about a bar being in the doll. I think it's closed right now. But there is a bar at the doll. Yeah, I think, are there drinks free as well? Like, they are paid for? Yeah, and they're making all these decisions that affect 5 million people in the Republic of Ireland. But they get free drinks for doing it? I don't know. <laughs> no wonder the country to the state it is, but... Anyway, moving on to other people in the government that had a very rough year. Uh, Phil Hogan, unfortunately... Yeah, he's playing his own game of discovering Ireland while we weren't even supposed to be really leaving our house. But um, unfortunately, that he was, I think he was a bit of a, people did like him in Ireland. Because I remember people talking about him when this was all going on. It's like, but he is a good man in the EU. We need him. Like, he's a strong, he's got a good backbone. And um, he is something that we do want back in, especially with Brexit and everything going on at the time. But uh, unfortunately, I don't know if it's cancel culture or just 2020 being that extra harsh on people. The man did end up losing his job and probably right, rightly so, because he did very much do the opposite of what, what everyone is being told to do. Okay, so for the people listening who don't know who Phil Hogan is, he used to be the EU tr- trade commissioner 
and he was um what was he was negotiating brexit on behalf of ireland so people of ireland he had a strong following in ireland i i think he still does um so he was at this golf dinner that didn't quite follow government guidelines um and this golf dinner was crazy um so at the time the government was like only 50 people can be indoors at one time and I think there were more people at this dinner. So what the hotel did at this golf event was they had like some sort of curtain where they separated the room. And then, yeah, so there were 50 people on each side of the curtain. It was something like that. And then only six people were allowed to be at a table, but seating charts show um, that there were 10 people seated at each table. And then the Irish examiner broke the story and then the people in Ireland were outraged, like outraged. And who was caught at this dinner? Our favorite EU, our favorite former EU trade commissioner, Phil Hogan. <laughs> yeah, it really was a case of do what we say, but not as we do. Oh, and um, even uh, with, um, with all uh, happening in the government, there was also like shifts in popularity with the uh, parties, um, especially kind of with um, Fine Gael and at the start of uh, the lockdown. Well, we, not that we weren't optimistic going into all of this, but we weren't as harsh-minded as we are now. And um, with that there has kind of led to um, everyone kind of having their own opinions nearly about who the Taoiseach is and nearly mistaken identity among the very own themselves. As um, Leo Varadkar, as a Francesca, you previously stated when we were chatting about this, but he got kind of the warm, the warm, everyone kind of warmed to him as we all knew that this was going to be a tough time and uh, Leo Varadkar was there to steer us through it. But unfortunately, as time progressed over, Michal Martin had to take the reins, even himself at time, not sure that he was the Taoiseach. In fact, he was the Taoiseach. But um, yeah, he's not, he's really, the um, popularity for Fianna Fáil has fallen. Uh, poor Michal Martin, right? So I actually did make a TikTok out of Michal Martin. It went viral in Ireland. So um, it was kind of silly. It was like, this dude named Michal. He the leader of Fianna Fáil, doing badly in the polls, and they blame in the Taoiseach. 32% of people think his efforts are subpar, say they'll only love one Taoiseach, and he goes by Varadkar. <laughs> So I think that like pretty much tells you um, like support for Varadkar was just skyrocketing to the point that TDs of Fianna Fáil were actually telling Michal Martin like stop letting him speak like um, because he is speaking circles around you. Um, so poor Michal Martin, we love you Michal, um, we support you and you did get the fuzzy end of the lollipop. Because, like, Varadkar was there when public morale for lockdowns was high, and then Michal Martin inherited us now. <laughs> Third lockdown, here we go. Yeah, we're all ready for it. We're all ready for it. But, um, yeah, uh, and now just to kind of finish up on everything, I know there's so much more happened in 2020, but come on, guys, how could I later compile it all into a one episode? So, uh, yeah. So now to uh, finish things off, Francesca, I've got a quiz for you just to see what you kind of remember from this year. Now, uh, this actually wasn't very easy because how do you make a quiz for someone that basically reports on the news? 
But luckily, I did come up with the way of testing your knowledge from this year's happenings. Because every year, they add new words to the dictionary. And they kind of have a bit of reference to kind of went on in the year. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, the first word is adorkable. Adorkable? <laughs> wait, am I supposed to tell you what it means? <laughs> Sorry. I, wait, do, what, wait, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to tell you what it means? Yeah, that's kind of how this goes. Okay. Okay, adorkable. Okay. Adorkable? Is it like, it's like when you see a, a guy that's kind of nerdy, but you think he's kind of cute? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's basically it. It's like, a, are you serious? Is that what adorkable? Socially awkward in a way that is regarded as endearing or appealing. What? Yes, I still got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know where that exactly came from, but all I can basically think of, I think I remember just seeing people tweeting about like sometimes men they don't know how to write female characters and like saying like she was pretty but she just didn't know she was pretty so that's the kind of only way I can think of how that one there came to be but uh yeah uh word number two I have for you is hellscape hellscape well oh, I hellscape I don't know I don't know um hellscape I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, I'll just tell you. You're just not giving me nothing here, but um, Hellscape is a landscape resembling a vision of hell. Oh, no way! No way! And here I was thinking it was like some metaphorical place or something. <laughs> yeah, I think you just... Like, don't worry, I won't be throwing anything super complicated at you anyway, but... Moving on to number three, Zumping. Zumping? Um, yes. I don't know. I feel like this is like a podcast children listen to, so I feel like I can't tell you what I think zumping is. <laughs> wow, I, I never thought I'd tell you get your mind out of the gutter, but um, okay, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna guessing that I'm just gonna have to tell you an answer here because whatever you have, it's it's not fr it's not too friendly. But um, zumping is basically the word that has been given to if you are dumped over Zoom. Oh, that's so sad. Who would dump someone over Zoom? Like, and first of all, if you're talking to on a date, like, why would you be on Zoom of all the video platforms you could use? Why, what is the most romantic video, video platform? <laughs> well, I mean, like, Zoom is like, I like associate Zoom with like workplace stuff, like, we're doing this over Google Meet. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not business. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, number uh, four, doom scrolling. Dim scrolling. I don't know. Like when you're under the sheets and you are scrolling through your Instagram, but it's dark, yet your phone is light. I don't know dim scrolling. Uh, what doom scrolling is basically consuming a large amount of negative news without pause. Oh. People, man, and they came up with a word for that. Wowzers. <laughs> uh, number five is zoonosis. 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 Does it have anything to do with zoology? Zoonosis. 
Is it like, hmm. I don't know. I don't, the study of, I don't know, like if you go to zoos and you get sick, so you have zoonosis. Uh, that's, 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 it's kind of like you're in the ballpark, but zoonosis is basically a disease that can be passed from an animal to a human. Oh, like coronavirus. Yeah, okay. These are all 2020 themed. I don't know. Should I have mentioned that twice at the start? Oh, no. Okay. Now it makes sense. Now it, it's all, it's all coming to me now. Okay. Uh, last one I have for you here now. It is a fomite. Fomite. Fear of missing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my! I don't know. Nothing like literally. No one had a life in 2020, so it's like, what were you in the fear of missing out of? So what is fomite? Tell me. Uh, fomite is the name for a contaminated surface. Ah, oh, no way! Very. So yeah, I, I see where you're going with the FOMO. I was but, like, um, FOMO, I don't. Like everyone tries to break out, like try and break up the words, but yeah. So um, that is where I'm going to leave it at. Well, that's basically all we have time for this week. So um, if people would like to check you out, Francesca, where can they find you? Um, you guys can find me on TikTok at superfran000. And I'm the same on Instagram, superfran000. Cool. Uh, I will have all of that linked in the description and I'll probably have that linked as well on the Instagram when this when this goes up. But if you would like to get in contact with this podcast, you can do that on Instagram at barryabreviated or if email is more you can think, you can always shoot me an email at barryabreviated at gmail.com. I'd like to thank Rob for always putting these up and also like to thank you for listening along at home. And I also think a very special thank you for Francesca taking the time out of her busy schedule and taking the plunge into the podcast. And um, I've been Barry and this has been Barry Abbreviated. Till next week, uh, stay safe out there and I hope you have a good one. Bye. <laughs>